get the mic. Honey, I've got something to say. Ooh, I like that. Can you turn that up for me? No, like, it's Maja. But you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Maj. What's up, what's up? It's your girl, Maj, and we are back with another episode of Eggs Maj, the podcast, where I'm spilling all the real tea. I hope y'all missed me because I miss y'all so much. Oh my gosh. When I say a couple of people, so many people just hit me up about, you know, not having an episode last week, how they were disappointed. And let me be clear, I was just as disappointed as y'all were. And to be honest, it felt so good just to have, just to know um, that people look forward to this podcast, that people look forward to hearing Maj on the mic. Um, I, I visited my grandma this weekend in Texas for a wedding, a family wedding. And the first thing she said was, honey, I didn't get my Maj moment this week. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I'm so excited, so ready to get back to podcasting. Um, I am just in the midst of rebranding, restructuring, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, but, but that's kind of like why I took, took some time off because, you know, you know me, I'm, I'm so big on just providing quality content. So anyway, let's get into it. A few church announcements. Okay. Podcast awards update. Um, not sure if you guys follow me on Instagram. If you don't, please do at Axe Podcast, Twitter and Facebook. Twitter is at Axe the pod. And Facebook is at Axmosh the podcast. So remember a long time ago, um, I believe it was like July time, you guys voted for me uh, in the entertainment category for the podcast awards. So you guys got me into the top 10, but I did not win an award. And let me say, I'm going to be completely honest, I was really disappointed. Like I was looking forward to that award. Um, and it was one of those things where there were a couple of other competitions that I had applied for, a couple of other things that I applied for, and I found out all in this that last week um, that I, I didn't get any of them. I didn't win any of them. So I was really down, a little discouraged and, and disappointed. Um, but I think it's just one of those things where I was so grateful just to know that I had so much support. And, you know, even making it into the first or the top ten um, in that category was huge. Like I've only been podcasting for eight to nine months. Um, and you know, I, I had never expected to be, you know, this far, um, you know, when I started. So just being able to make it into the top 10 that these people know my name. And let me say that by making it to the top 10, my name remains on the website for the entire year up until they do next year's podcast award. So I'm super excited for that. I'm so just grateful for all of you, just for supporting me, if you, you know, voted, if you reposted, if you told somebody about it, if you subscribed, if you liked, you know, if you commented, if you left me a review, any way you have supported the podcast, I am extremely, extremely, extremely grateful. Um, And and that means so much, even though I did not win that award. It means so much to know I just, I have so much support. Um, And with that, you know, I put out this survey not too long ago. Like I said, I've been kind of gathering some feedback and, Um, just thinking about ways I can make the podcast better. So 
Again, thank you to everybody who filled out the survey and gave me some constructive criticism and feedback on on what I'm doing and how I can make the podcast better and just telling me what you guys want to hear. Um, I, I'm so grateful for that. So grateful for the support. Thank y'all so much just for rocking with me. Like, we, we going hard. Like, that really fueled me and motivated me to just go harder, produce more quality content. I've been coming up with some really exciting things I can't wait to share with you all. And honey, we going hard. Um, and, and we're going all the way. And like I said, you know, I'm doing some rebranding, some restructuring. And so I don't want to make the podcast so much about, you know, pop culture um, and, and entertainment news. But I want to make it more about insightful um, just experiences that you guys can take from, that you guys can learn from, that may motivate or inspire you in some sort of way. Um, I think just as millennials, you know, we are trying to figure out life. We are navigating life. We are navigating our careers, our relationships, um, and all of that good stuff. And I want to help you through that, um, through my own experiences. So it's not just about the latest pop culture trends and, and music, movies, and TV. But Ask Maj, the podcast featuring Maj, explores everything from lifestyle, relationships, and dating, career, and pop culture as a millennial black girl. Mosh spills the tea and sparks the conversation with her bold perspective, energetic personality, inspirational advice, and a splash of black girl magic. Need advice? Ask Mosh. And so I'm kind of bringing it back to where I started or, or why I started. And I had to kind of ask myself, like, why did I start this podcast? What did I want, you know, people to get out of this? How do I want to inspire people? What do I want people to take away? And so I, I originally started the podcast because I'm that friend in my friend group, you know, that that people always come to me and ask me for advice about something, whether it be relationships, whether it be something with your you know, career, um, and so on and so forth. And I have such a bold kind of perspective on life. And I'm very opinionated, as you guys know. Um, and I'm very firm in what I believe in. And I think that's why. And I'm also an encourager. Um, I'm very inspirational, and I'm an encourager. So I think that's where that kind of comes from, where you know people come to me and ask me just for advice because I, I, I'm there to push you. I'm there to encourage you. I'm there to give you the real. And I always tell my friends, I'm like, you know, if you have a new idea, you know, or something that you want to start or whatever, don't bring it to me because I'm going to tell you to do it. You know, I'm going to be 100% supportive. You know, if you're scared, you know, if you're fearful, I'm not the friend to talk to because I'm going to push you and brainwash you into believing that it is absolutely possible and you should absolutely do it. Um, and so that that's the reason why I started the podcast just from the beginning, you know, because I wanted to use my voice and my platform to just inspire other people. Um, to do whatever it is that you want to do. Um, and so I really want to bring it back back to that um, kind of insight and, and, and just being inspirational and help you helping you through whatever it is um, you know that, that you're that you aspire to do. Um, so with that being said, um, I know I mentioned this before, I think I mentioned this before, but I launched my blog. It's called Ask Maja Blog. Um, and it's pretty much just a compliment to the podcast. Um, just exploring lifestyles, or excuse me, lifestyle, relationships, and dating, career, and pop culture as a millennial black girl. Um, and so, yeah, just exploring life and and trying to provide insight from, you know, my own personal experiences um, that could possibly help you through your experiences. So make sure you subscribe to the blog, honey. Post, 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 promote, 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 follow, 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 comment, 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 like, 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 okay? Because, honey, we are going all the way up. And, again, I just thank y'all so much for rock, rocking with me this far. And I'm so glad to be back on the mic. Like, I don't think you understand. I'm so glad to be back here talking to you all. And I hope that you guys are excited for what's in store. 
So with that being said, Maj moments of the day, of the week, of the month, of the year, however long you need it. Do not be afraid to shoot your shot. And let me tell you a quick story. I know I've been talking a little bit about me, uh, but let me tell you this quick story. So I, I, I don't want to give you names just yet because it's still in the works. Um, so we're going to use, I'm going to make up some names here. Um, and I also wrote a blog about this, so definitely go and check that out and read it. Um, okay, so we'll use, uh, let's see. What did I call it in my blog? Okay, so we use one as, one company as uh, Tank Productions. Like I said, these are fake names because I don't want to jinx this opportunity. And whatever happens, I'll end up telling you guys. Obviously, I'll keep you up to date. Um, okay, so one company is called Tank Productions, and then one company is called Major Media. Okay, so I applied for this project. I worked on this project, applied for this project with a company called Tank Productions. Again, it's fake, but I'm just using this for the story so you can understand. Um, and so throughout the project, I was in touch with this girl from Tank Productions. Oh, let me back up. So for this project, uh, uh, this company, Tank Productions, partnered with a major media company um, that I've had my eye on um, as it relates to career opportunities for a while. And so we're going to call them Major Media. <laughs> um, so Tank Productions partnered with Major Media on this competition, and I applied for it. Um, I applied for it. So I worked, worked through the competition, submitted my pitch and all that other good stuff. Um, and so I had been in touch with uh, a lady from Tank Productions, just, just about, you know, logistics and communications just throughout, throughout the duration of this project. So fast forward, I did not win. It was a competition. I did not win, um, did not win the competition. Um, and so now the project is completed, so on and so forth. So major media put out this really bomb opportunity that I was super, super interested in. And I was like, oh my God, I would love this. I feel like I would be a great fit for it. Like, put me on. Like, so I, I'm a networker. I love to talk to people. I love to meet new people. I, you know, I find any possible way to like interact with different people. So I'm like looking through LinkedIn, trying to figure out like who works at major media that I could possibly get in touch with that could, you know, land my resume in the right person's hands. Um, and I just was thinking, thinking, thinking. Like, I couldn't find anyone. I was, like, scattering through LinkedIn. I couldn't find anyone. But then I thought about the lady from Tank Productions who um, I had been in contact with for the competition. Now, like I said, she doesn't work for major media. She works for Tank Productions, and Tank Productions partnered with major media on this uh, project. So I, I, I was writing this email. I was, like, thinking about it, like, writing this email. Like, you know, should I just email her and just ask her, you know, is, is there somebody she could connect me with? So, y'all, I lied to you now. I wrote the email, deleted it, wrote the email, deleted it, because I felt like this lady don't work for major media. She works for Tank, Tank Productions. Like, there's no way she could put me in touch with somebody, you know. And I just was kind of, like, talking myself out of it. But then I think, what happens if she could, if she could, you know, put me in contact with the right person for major media? Like, what happens if maybe she is really good friends with somebody over at major media and she could connect me, you know, with the right person? Like, you really never know. So I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm going to shoot my shot and... Either she's going to say, no, I don't know anyone, or yes, I could put you in contact with the right person. Either way, I don't lose here. Like, I don't lose. So I reached out to her. I'm like, hey, you know, my name is Maja. Not sure if you remember me, but I worked with Tank Productions on this competition, and I was hoping, you know, that you had some connects over at, you know, major media that, you know, you could connect me with, um, you could plug me in with. You know, I saw this really bomb opportunity that, that I'm, you know, I'm interested in. I was like, look, I know this is a shot in the dark, but I had to shoot my shot. So anyway... Long story short, after her and I kind of discussed some things, I sent her my resume. She ended up getting in contact with somebody over at Major Media, and my resume landed on the desk of the hiring team at Major Media of this position. 
You cannot tell me that shooting your shot don't work. It does. It might not work every single time, but honey, it is so worth it. And when it comes to just, you know, advancing in your career or or finding a new position or meeting somebody new or just plain networking, shooting your shot is worth the risk. Oh my gosh. And I'm so thankful that I did that. Um, and she actually remembered me for the competition. She's like, I loved your pitch. You were one of my favorites, you know, so on and so forth. She's like, I would be glad, you know, to send this, send your resume over to the people over at, you know, major media, um, major media. Um, and I'm just, I was just so grateful. And I'm just like, I can only imagine what would have happened if I deleted that, you know, email. Nothing, nothing would have happened. Like it would have been just that. So I'm so grateful that I just mustered up the courage to just send that email, shoot my shot, um and, and try you know take that shot and just try and so like I said it's still in the works so I don't know you know I'm still waiting for updates I don't know what's gonna happen and my thing is even if I don't get the position you know e- even if it doesn't work out the way I wanted to at the end of the day I made a new connection um and I'm proud of myself for shooting my shot because had I sh- not shot my shot I would not have known how far this could take me. And like I said, even if I don't get the position, I may get in touch with somebody over at major media that could put me on to another position that may be better than this position. Um, So anyway, Maj moment. Don't be afraid to shoot your shot. You literally never know where it could take you. So yes, Maj moment of the day of the week, however long you need it. Moving on. So for our small black-owned business shout-out for this week, we have Miss Jordan S. And I'm going to say S because I'm not even going to butcher her last name. But she is the founder of High of Raw LLC. High of Raw is a cannabis influence brand that encourages a more mindful and less worrisome lifestyle while in moderation being high. (laughs) You can find lighters, hats, sweatshirts, and more on highofraw.com. You can also use a special discount code um, J-A-E-L-I-V, I guess that's J-Live, for 15% off. So shout out to Jordan S. And if that is your ministry, honey, uh, go ahead and tap in, okay? <laughs> um, so moving on. Uh, now, now, I know I mentioned that, you know, I wanted to get into um, some rebranding, some restructuring, um, and kind of get back into the reason why I started this podcast from the beginning. So I'm starting a new segment. It's called Ask Maj, okay? Because how relevant is that and how just on brand is that? Um, and basically, like, if you need any advice about something, ask me. Ask Maj. Send me a DM. Send me an email. You can find my email in all of my social media platforms, Ask Maj a Podcast, um, Facebook and Instagram, and Ask Maj a Pod for Twitter. Ask Maj the Pod for Twitter. Uh, or you can go to my website at axmaj.com or, uh, ooh, not at, but www.axmaj.com or www.axmajapodcast.com. They both go to the same website um, and you can submit a question there. So that's how we're going to start. And I'm super excited about this segment because it's going to help with my content um, as it relates to what you guys want to hear and what you guys are dealing with in your own lives. So let's start with the first question of this segment of this new series we are starting, or I'm starting. Um, Why is it so hard for people to communicate in relationships? Great question. Okay, so two reasons. Um, Okay, two reasons. I think the first reason why I think it's hard for people to communicate in relationships is because people come from different backgrounds, experiences, and households. And sometimes I don't necessarily think that it's that they have an issue or that it's hard to communicate in relationships, but I think that it's because uh, they communicate differently than you do. 
And when someone communicates differently than you do, sometimes we automatically deem it as them as it being hard for them to communicate. And sometimes it's not that it's hard for them to communicate, but more so hard to understand the way they communicate. Um, and, you know, a lot of people were, were you know, um, uh, their upbringing is different. They were brought up differently. Their experiences are different. Um, the way they were brought up in their households and the way they were raised, their backgrounds are different. And understand that all of these things impact um, the way you communicate, the way you express yourself. Um, and like I said, I think sometimes it's not even just that they don't communicate or it's hard for them to communicate, but we just don't understand each other's way of communicating. You have direct communication, you have passive communication, all of those good things. And so I think it's important just to try to break down the way they communicate and understand it the way they communicate and, and not, not so much automatically jump to what they don't know how to communicate or it's hard for them to communicate. So that's the first reason. The second reason is just that um, people don't know how to express themselves. And the reason they don't know how to express themselves, I feel, is because there's a strong level of vulnerability. And I feel like a lot of people don't give uh, don't give that enough credit. It takes a lot of vulnerability to communicate and express how you feel, especially when it's something um, that, that has caused you to be uncomfortable or something that you don't like or caused your feelings to be hurt. Um, it takes a true level of vulnerability to be able to express yourself. And I think if, if we go back to the idea that, you know, people come from different backgrounds and experiences, a lot of people were just not taught how to express themselves. They just weren't. They just were not talk, taught how to express their feelings, how to express themselves, how to express themselves when they're uncomfortable, how to express themselves when they don't like something. Um, and it truly takes a level of vulnerability, um, to express how you feel about something. Um, and so I think those are the two reasons I would say it's hard for people to communicate in relationships. Number one, I think it's not so much that it's hard, but people just communicate differently. And, and you know, oftentimes there's just a misunderstanding. And two, I think people don't know how to express themselves due to the, the level of vulnerability it takes to express yourself. Um, so if I could give some advice here, I would say... Number one, when you are communicating, learn to understand and not to, you know, not to to listen to respond and not, or excuse me, okay, let me get it together. Uh, learn to understand your partner, you know, regardless if it's a friendship, relationship, parents, friends, brothers, all of that. Um, listen to understand and not to respond. That's what I was trying to say. So learn to understand um, and, and work with that person on how they communicate. I think I, if I could go in, into a personal experience, I think I've had to learn in my relationships that everybody doesn't communicate like me. Um, and I, I've truly had to like break down how to understand how other people communicate when they don't communicate like me. Everybody isn't as direct as me, direct as me. Everybody isn't as blunt as me. Um, everyone isn't as straightforward as me. Everyone doesn't use the same vocabs, vocab, vocabulary as me. Um, so I think, you know, I've had to learn to, um, just really listen to understand, um, how other people communicate. And I would also say for those who are, who don't know how to express themselves or have not reached that level of vulnerability, I would say, make sure that you are creating a safe space for that person, um, make sure that you are creating a space where they do feel comfortable and they can be vulnerable um, enough to communicate. Make sure you are creating that safe space that they feel okay and comfortable to be able to express themselves. 
So that's your Ask Maj uh, uh, segment for today. Uh, <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed that. And I hope that you feel inclined to send me, you know, some situations that you're going through, like experiences or just questions that you have about anything going on in your life. And I'd be happy to um, try to provide advice based on, you know, my own personal experiences that that I would hope would be helpful to you. Um, so moving on. Woo chow, honey. First of all, I, I don't even know where to start on this. I know y'all saw that fly on Mike Pence's head, okay? I know y'all saw that fly on Mike Pence's head. You know what? I don't even know if I want to say the Wu Chow moment is for the fly on his head or for the people that made the big deal about the fly on his head. Child, we done seen memes. We done seen... They done made a whole Twitter Twitter account for this fly. They done named him Fly Sean. I saw somebody named him Superfly. Child, they done made a, a made a, a, a meme where they had the mic up to the fly. <laughs> fly mouth talking about. And the fly talking some, yeah, I did it and I'll do it again. It was another another meme I saw, and the, and the fly was like, um, I, you know, I didn't mean to, but, you know, since we here, first giving honor to God. And I'm like, you know what? I can't. I, <laughs> I can't deal. That's I'm like, I don't even know if the Wu Chow moment is for the fly, just having the audacity to sit on the, the man's head during a debate, or the people who made all the Twitter accounts <laughs> uh, 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 for the fly. I just, <laughs> I can't. I cannot. People who made all the Twitter accounts and, and the memes. It, th- when I tell you that thing went left quick, it went left quick. Child, I tweeted, I said, it's a fly on his head. Child, that thing flew right on his head and stayed there while he talked for a while. I couldn't believe it. I mean, the audacity of that fly. And I'll tell you one thing. I'm here for it. I am here for it. Because y'all know what flies are attracted to. I ain't even got to say, okay? And there's a reason why he flew on that man's head and sat there, okay? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Woo, child. Shout out to Fly Sean, the super fly, whatever you want to call him, Okay. So this next segment, I wanted to kind of break this down. So I call it celebrity, you know, get it like, you know, celebrity, but like celebrity, celebrity, like the T about celebrities. Anyway, y'all get it. Uh, So like I said, I didn't want to make the podcast too much about pop culture. Like I said, I wanted to, you know, have a little bit more insightful information. Oh, and I forgot to mention that I'm also bringing back the interview. So hopefully next week I'll have a really bomb interview for y'all. Um, so please stay tuned for that. Uh, but so for celebrity, I just want to talk about a few topics that I thought were kind of popping in pop culture, um, things that people are talking about. And I don't want to overwhelm the episode with entertainment news, but I know that you guys kind of like your dose of, of, of just like the tea, um, and, and, and what's happening, you know, in, in, in our world on social media and the celebrity news, all that good stuff. So, new babies, congratulations are in over... Okay, see, you know what? And this is why. Maybe I should take this out because I can't even get it together. Uh, Congratulations are in order for Nicki Minaj and her husband, Keith Petty, uh, Kevin Hart and Aniko, Usher and his girlfriend, and Donald Glover and his wife all welcomed new babies. Kelly Rowland also announced that she is expecting her second child. So, shout out and congratulations to all of those couples. Um... And I, I wanted to talk about this. I, I I didn't know whether to put this first or to put to put this after the 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 happy news. But John Legend and Chrissy Teigen sadly revealed that they lost um, their baby Jack. That's what they named him due to some pregnancy complications, um, which was super sad, super unfortunate. And I just admire her for sharing that news with the world because I can only un- only imagine, um, you know, just how hard that is. Like, I I, I can only imagine. Um, But she wrote on IG, she said, we are shocked and in the kinds of deep pain you only hear about. The kind of pain we've never felt before. 
We were never able to stop the bleeding and give our baby the fluids he needed, despite bags and bags of blood transfusions. It just wasn't enough. Thank you to everyone who has been sending us positive energy, thoughts, and prayers. We feel all of your love and truly appreciate you. So prayers up and condolences to John and Chrissy on their loss. And I just think all we can do is pray for them and, and send them send them our love. Um, so, yes, moving on. SZA and Drake. So 21 Savage released uh, his new album called uh, With Metro Boomin'. Um, and the album has a feature uh, with Drake called Mr. Right Now. In his verse, Drake revealed that he dated SZA. The line is, yeah, she said she want to uh, F you. Uh, uh, she said she want to beep to some SZA. Wait, because I used to date SZA back in 08. So, if you do the math, in 2008, Drake would have been around 21. And SZA would have been 17. So, a little underage. Uh, so, after Drake revealed this... Um, SZA supposedly unfollowed him. You know, Chow Shade Room be on it, but you know how that goes. Uh, so, but, but then after that, she corrected the timeline because I guess it was a bunch of chat, a bunch of gossip that she was underage. So she tweeted, she says, so it was actually 2009, LOL. In this case, a year of poetic rap license mattered, LOL. I think he just innocently rhymed 08 with weight. Anybody who really knows me and was around during this time can confirm. It's all love, all peace. Uh, in a follow-up tweet, she wrote, I just didn't want anybody thinking anything underage or creepy was happening. Completely innocent. Lifetimes ago. Okay. All right, SZA and Drake. Let me see. I would never put them two together, but okay. Child, Drake done been around, okay? Drake has made his rounds, okay? Drake has made his rounds. Moving on. Megan Thee Stallion did a performance uh, about social justice on Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live. During her savage performance... Gunshot, you could hear gunshot sounds. Um, and they stopped the performance. She was, she was performing Savage. Um, and audio clips played from Malcolm X and activist Tamika Mallory. Um, and, and this was when she played the clip of when Tamika Mallory called out Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron after he announced that he would not be charging the officers involved in Breonna Taylor's murder. Um, after the audio clips played, Megan said, We need to protect our black women and love our black women because at the end of the day, we need our black women. Uh, she went on to say, we need to protect our black men and stand up for our black men because at the end of the day, we're tired of seeing hashtags about black men. So let me say this. Child, y'all done bullied and bullied and bullied and bullied these celebrities to come out and, and talk and make these statements. And let me say, I appreciate and I respect the effort. I respect the effort. I respect the initiative. And Megan, ha Megan Stallion has shown us that she is relentless, you know, and, and very opinionated. And she's going to speak out about what she believes in. And I am so here for it. So here for, you know, standing out against, um, you know, protecting or, or standing out for, should I say, protecting our black women and men. Um, but but I, if I can be honest, I, I did not like the performance at all. And, and not just not just because of not just because of the. Um, uh, tribute, uh, you know, I, I thought the tribute was was great, and I thought it was a, a, a great effort. But I didn't like the performance at all. I didn't. I thought the setup was poor. I thought the performance was poor. I thought the choreography was poor. Um, it just was lackluster for me. And I, I honestly, I didn't like how she added in, in in the tribute to social justice. Like I said, I'm grateful and I respect. I respect her, you know, standing out, you know, against this this issue and speaking up about this issue and. 
you know, speaking up on behalf of black women, you know, I, I'm all for that, you know, but I did not like the performance at all. I did not. I it, It's a no for me. It's a no for me. And I love Megan, but that was a no for me. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> but, you know, to each his own, I definitely recommend that you go and check that out, you know, and, and, and create an opinion of your own. But I, I wasn't feeling it. Um, Megan Thee Stallion also just recently published an opinion piece in the New York Times, um, along with the video, um, she headline it's headlines Megan Thee Stallion, why I speak up for black women. And it lays out the rapper's thoughts on everything from her own recent experiences to how she controls her image, um, and the legacy of black female elected officials, including, um, vice presidential candidate, uh, Kamala Harris. She started the column, um, with in the weeks leading up to the election, Black women are expected once again to deliver victory for Democratic candidates. We have gone from being unable to vote legally to a highly courted voting block, all in little more than a century. A century. Despite this, and despite the way so many have embraced messages about racial justice this year, black women are still constantly disrespected and disregarded in so many areas of life. So uh, shout out to Megan just for using her platform to speak against these issues. Honey, and like I said, I'm all for protecting black women um, and standing up for us. I am a black woman um, and, you know, I know what it's like to be the only black woman in, in certain spaces and to feel like, you know, people make you feel inferior and unnoticed and overlooked and all of that good stuff, especially when you put so much into everything you do. You know, so much we, we have so much passion um, and, and whatever we do and we, we what is it I, we make. You know, we can take whatever we have and, and build it into a masterpiece, make it into a masterpiece. And I don't think that we are credited enough. So I'm all for, you know, protecting black women and I'm all for, you know, Megan using her platform to continue to stand, you know, against the disrespect that black women have to endure. So shout out to her for that. And then she also, Megan Thee Stallion has just been on, the, on a roll, but she also announced her new Don't Stop Scholarship Fund for women of color pursuing a degree in any field of study. She's given away two 10,000 scholarships. On the website, it reads, in honor of all the young women out there who don't stop working hard to get their education, women remain underrepresented and undervalued in society, and female students of color are at a larger dis disadvantage when it comes to access to financial resources. So that is awesome. Make sure y'all go and apply if you are in school, or tell somebody to tell somebody to tell somebody who is in school to go apply. Especially my HBCU goers, okay? HBCU pride, all for HBCUs and uplifting HBCUs. Um, so moving on, rapper Toy Lanes was finally charged for the situation that he was involved in with Megan Thee Stallion, or shooting her, should I say. Um, the charges that were brought against him include assault with a semi-automatic firearm, personal use of a firearm, and carrying a loaded, unregistered firearm in a vehicle. In addition, he faces a gun allegation and a charge that personally afflict, inflicted great bodily injury. If convicted, he faces as much as 22 years in state prison. Um, after the news came out, he tweeted, Time will tell, and the truth will come to the light. I have all faith in God to show that. Love to all my fans and people that have stayed true to me and know my heart. A charge is not a conviction. If you have supported me or Meg through this, I genuinely appreciate you. You know what? I think this whole situation is sad. I think it's sad that Megan had to go through what, she, what she's what she gone through with this whole situation. Um, and I'm also sad that, you know, another black man is facing time, you know? And, and 
this is a war on us. You know what I mean? This is us against us at this point. And I, I, I'm just so sad that, that it come that it came to this. I, I do I feel like he should serve his time for what he did? Absolutely. But I'm also sad that you know another black man is is about is about to be locked up behind bars. Um, you know, and it, it's it's sad. You know, I I I hate this for Megan. I absolutely hate this for Megan. I hate the trauma that she's dealt with. I hate the people that don't believe, you know, I hate the fact that people don't believe, you know, what she's been through and, and so on and so forth. And, you know, if people still are supporting Tori, you know, if you do whatever, you know, but I, I hate that for her as well. I think this whole situation is sad. You know, I, I like I said, I do feel like he, he needs to face the time, but it just sucks to see another black man behind bars. You know, uh, it's just it's it's just sad. All of it is just sad that, that, that this went down like this. And again, it just goes back to, you know, protecting our women and and protecting our women and standing up for our men, just like uh, Megan said um, during her SNL performance. So just a sad situation all around. Um, but but Megan is, is on the roll. I'm proud of her. I'm happy for her. And I'm just so grateful that she's you know, she didn't let this get her down. She was up and moving, you know. <laughs> she's She's been up and moving and just getting to it. And I, I'm so excited for that. Um, so moving on, Rihanna apologizes for some recent backlash she received for playing a song that sampled Hadith verses in Arabic during her Savage Fenty show that offended the Muslim community. So here's some background for you for you all that, that may not be aware. Um, the piece is called Doom by Cuckoo Chloe. I hope I pronounced that right. Um, it incorporated an Islamic hadith of the Prophet of the Prophet Muhammad explaining the signs of Judgment Day and the end of times. In Islam, the hadith is a pivotal source of religious law and moral guidance. It records traditions and sacred sayings, and incorporating these into beats is deemed deeply disrespectful. So Rihanna apologized on Instagram. She said, I'd like to thank the Muslim community for pointing out a huge oversight that was unintentionally offensive in our Savage Fenty show. I would more importantly like to apologize to you for this honest yet careless mistake. We understand that we have hurt many of our Muslim brothers and sisters, and I am incredibly disheartened by this. I do not play with any kind of disrespect toward God or any other religion, and therefore the use of the song in our project was completely irresponsible. Moving forward, we will make sure nothing like this ever happens again. Thank you for your forgiveness and understanding. When I say that was probably the most genuine, authentic apology I've ever heard from a celebrity, Honey, and it, it didn't even seem like a PR person wrote that. It seemed like Rihanna sat down, sat down, and crafted that that apology from her heart. Um, and, and she might have had some people look over it. Um, but I, I, that that was so authentic. Loved it. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Shout out to Rihanna for that. Um, moving on. So Gina Mai uh, was trending after she revealed that she wants to be submissive in her marriage to rapper Jeezy on The Real. She says she understands that that the idea has a negative connotation, but to her, being submissive would be a welcome escape from her busy career. This is what she said. I want to submit to my man. When I hear this definition, submitting has a negative connotation. It means that you are less important. You are lower than, than that person that you are submitting to. It usually can be like, you know, referenced as somebody who works lower than you, and that's not what I'm referring to. Then she said, let me explain. <laughs> I'm a very dominant woman. I own my business. I lead my teams. I played my own manager, my own publicist, my own lawyer, when I didn't have money to have those people. So I make the decisions in my life. When I come home, I like the idea that my man leads us. So first of all, if, if we just put aside the fact that the Bible already talks about a woman submitting to her wife, to, his, to, to her husband, I wholeheartedly agree. 
But I think the issue is, or the challenge with our generation, especially millennials, is men don't give us a reason to submit. You have to be a strong leader in your own personal life. I mean, confident, secure, a leader, have a strong head on your shoulders. And it's not to say that you have all of your stuff together, but just the fact that you are trying. You are working towards a goal every single day. Every day you have something that you are working towards, something that you aspire aspire to do. You have a vision in mind, and you are steadily working towards that. You are consistent. Like I said, you're a leader. You're strong. You're confident. You're secure. Um, and who you are as a man, who you are in God, who you are as a person, all of that good stuff. And I feel like nowadays our men really truly like that. So it's like, yes, I am open to being submissive. I am willing to being submissive, but I need something, someone, a man to be submissive to. I need a reason to be submissive. Um, I need to know that you are going to lead my family, um, um, with confidence, you know, with, with God at the forefront. Um, and I think, you know, like I said, that's just been a challenge with our generation. So I, I'm, I'm whole, I wholeheartedly agree with being submissive, honey, but I need a reason to be submissive. I, I need you to show me that you can be a leader, uh, you know, amongst this family, that you can be a great father to our children. Um, you can make the decisions in our, in our relationship. And honey, if you can't make the decisions in your life and your own personal life and your own career and your own family and your own relationships, if you can't be consistent with what you're doing, how can I expect you to be consistent in our relationship? How can I expect you to be consistent, you know, in, 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 in what we have in our partnership? If you don't take care of yourself, if you don't love yourself, how are you going to love me? How are you going to take care of me? How are you going to be consistent with me if you don't even care for your own self? Honey, don't get me started. I'm all willing to be submissive, but you got to give me something to be submissive to. Oh, and I think all of my women can agree to that. Uh, so move, moving on, new music. So we got the latest in new music and videos, as always. Tiana Taylor dropped her new visual for Concrete with Iman. Super cute. I just love them. Absolutely freaking love them. Um, Alicia Keys released a, a visual for her new song, Love Looks Better. So go and check that out. Uh, this past weekend, Trey Songz dropped his eighth studio album. Um, and the baby dropped a new music video for his song practice. So make sure y'all go and check that out. And of course, my favorite segment of them all is shine black girl shine, where I highlight influential black women making an impact in their community and making history while doing it. Issa Rae, she just launched her new production company, Hooray Media Company, which was shifted from her Issa Rae Productions. Um, in addition to her to her signature shows, Insecure and a Black Lady Sketch Show, Hooray will include Tracy and T and the scene in her docuseries for HBO, as well as Rap Sugar Honey Iced Tea for HBO Max, Perfect Strangers for Spyglass, Ghost in the Machine for Netflix, and the new sinkhole with Monkey Paw and Universal. Yes, ma'am, Issa Rae. Issa Rae has truly taught us, honey, build your own table. Create your own table. Don't depend on anybody else to give you the table you created. Uh, Beyonce's Be Good announced that Adidas has committed $10 million over the next three years to fund Be Good partner social impact programs. Of the Adidas $10 million commitment to Be Good over the next three years, $2 million of it will be immediately dispersed to support black-owned small business. Honey, Beyonce has been has already been on a roll with that. I am not surprised. Not surprised. She is all for supporting black-owned businesses, and I am here for it. Miss Monica R. Lawson made history when she was promoted to the rank of colonel, making her the first black woman to receive the honor. Honey, I love hearing first black women. Like, let's do it. Let's make history. Let's absolutely make history. 
Um, Michelle Williams revealed her latest new two-book deal with Nelson Books. Her first, her first book release, scheduled for release in May 2021, is set to explore her journey with mental health and wellness. Michelle is passionate about raising awareness about mental health and about sharing the lessons she has learned in her own struggle with depression. Depression. Um, and speaking of mental health, Taraji P. Henson is set to host her own show focused on mental health called Peace of Mind with Taraji. It's slated for production later this year and will particularly look at mental health issues in the black community. Yes, ma'am, because we need this. We need that. Absolutely. Um, and then lastly, I just wanted to just celebrate Kamala Harris. Can can we just agree that Kamala, like, can we just agree that Kamala, she bombed, you know, the, the, the debate. And I'm not even talking about just the information. I mean, the confidence, the, the conviction, speaking with conviction and intention and not allowing this man to speak over her. I'm speaking. Oh, my gosh. Just like... She represented for all black women who refuse to be overlooked by a society who refuses to to just recognize our value as black women. Oh, my God. Just she did that. She definitely represented on behalf of of, of all black women. Just yes, ma'am. Absolutely. 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 So, yes, that's all I have for y'all today. And like I said, next week, I'm bringing back the interview. So I have a really exciting interview um, for you all next week. And I know you want to hear a, a little bit more about just, you know, small businesses and entrepreneurs and black women who are doing it and making an impact and making history and all of that good stuff. So I, I got a really good interview for next week. I'm so excited for you all to hear from her. Um, and we're going to do this thing. So, again, I'm just so excited to be rebranding and restructuring and just making it better for you all, just producing quality content and making it better for you all. So I'll catch y'all in the next episode. And, you know, as always, thank y'all so much for listening and Let rocking with me. Honey, I got something to say. Uh, uh, hey, ooh, I like that. Can uh, you turn that up uh, for me? No, like, it's Maja. But, you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Marsh.